Namaste. So, welcome to this uh, last satsang of the season. So, in this, we call it season, like we started in, we start in October, so ends the 30th of May. So, probably we had around 30, 35 satsangs. So, let us see how it goes. So, where we will begin today? Yes. Um, so yesterday in philosophy, you were talking about sort of experiences, and you mentioned something about um, ayahuasca and peyote and things like that, and I wanted to know how that would fit into the yoga philosophy and what the yoga philosophy thinks about those kind of so she's asking about ayahuasca and payodi. Or just generally <laughs> you know, things in that realm. Yeah. How they fit into yoga philosophy? <clears throat> yeah. Can you can you differentiate yoga philosophy from like Hinduism in in a sense? You said Hinduism is not really a, like a religion or so, but it's a part of it, right? Yoga philosophy and Hinduism. So I'll do that. I'll explain. But uh, let us begin with the interesting things. Patanjali <laughs> 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 uh, himself in the Yoga philosophy, in the Yoga Sutras itself, uh, there is a sutra which talks about Mani Mantra, Aushadha, and the things like uh, stones, mantras. Our uh, past uh, birth uh, practices and also herbal products can induce samadhi experiences. So, aushadi means uh, herbs, literally. So, he did agree to that. It's possible to induce some of these experiences. But in the tradition, again, they never encourage these things. Because how you are going to interpret any experience, depending on what you know. You cannot interpret some experience without your knowledge. Like I always say, can you tell a story which you don't know? We cannot tell. Whatever story you tell, you already know that. So similarly, if you are experiencing something, you take ayahuasca. And then you have some vision. Generally, the vision you will interpret according to your content which is already there. So, that is not going to be, just experiences are not uh, sufficient or full. Sometimes they can help. It is not that we are denying completely, but we say repeated exp experience mongering, we call it. Repeatedly, if we are going for them, they indicate something more needs to be done. 
and then it can become a habit and then uh, we will start uh, going for that that is one reason and second any experience it is uh, limited in nature though it can help we have to understand that that is also the reason why it's not encouraged uh, but it's not complete denial of those things and yoga system also is encouraging more about developing awareness more mindfulness so there it's like we are not in control or in charge of the things when experiences we undergo in these uh, special ceremonies then we we are not developing awareness there it's like we become just uh, the willies kept aside for the time being and then uh, we have to see how it goes so we don't deny but we say don't go for them as a uh, habit then it becomes nervous system gets affected by it which is also not not good because there are both versions some people they vouch for them they say that they are amazing they help really spiritually uh, to also to come out of traumatic experiences and everything some people say they are absolutely harmful so there is enough like material saying that they are really good they are really bad so we can't really take a stand uh, it's certainty probably if they are undertaken with the help of people who really know them then maybe it's all right but otherwise with all the half baked uh, knowledge if they conduct those ceremonies it can lead to harmful effects and uh, the connection between yoga philosophy and hinduism hinduism is a word i already mentioned that it is given to the existing uh, indian tradition few hundred years before indian tradition we call it sanatana dharma ancient indian tradition it was there for thousands of years maybe 5000 years or so a few hundred years before they gave a word hinduism so ism means like any other religion you need to have um it depends on one book one prophet or a particular set of belief systems and there will be headquarters and everything we don't have anything we don't have one book we have so many we don't have one uh, god we have uh, millions of gods and goddesses and we don't have one teacher on uh, whose we like depend we don't have a headquarters where they dictate things to us so all this shows it doesn't fit into that ism or religion it's a way of living very liberal way of living so yoga philosophy is one of the six main schools of philosophy like we looked into that vaisheshika nyaya sankhya yoga purva mimamsa uttara mimamsa six philosophies yoga is one of them it's a perspective particular perspective of looking at everything in the perspective of awareness and energy prakriti and purusha so based on that a system has been developed which we the eight limbs and other things No 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 Puro Mimamsa is about a heaven going religion They talk about uh, there is a heaven and uh, that is the place where you can really have a good time enjoy so we should all go there to have some nice time and then come back here 
and money go on a vacation. Heaven going philosophy. Uttar Mimamsi is the Vedanta which says you have to experience that here and now, not after you die and go to heaven. It has to be understood and experienced right here. Yes. I was just interested. In a lot of um, ancient civilizations, like in Greece and in Rome and in Egypt, they used to have uh, like mystery schools where only certain people were imparted higher knowledge. Was this the same with yoga or was it available to everyone? No, it's a mysticism or uh, mystery schools. Uh, here also, when the philosophy is taught, like for example, Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita is the philosophy which mainly synthesizes the yoga philosophy, Sankhya philosophy, Vedanta, everything. There Krishna number of times says, this is the secret of all secrets. And he is telling. So there is a discussion about it. How can you say something and say this is a secret? Because it's so difficult to understand. So even after it is being told, it is not understood properly. It remains like a secret. So was it coded? So only people that understood... No. No, no, no. No, no. Philosophy is very simple, straightforward. That's why in all philosophies in Indian system, uh, they take all simple examples. They never take any mystic examples. They never say that you must believe. They say that you should have shraddha, that you should believe subject to verification. Give benefit of doubt, subject to verification. No belief system there. And also it is never, uh, they, they don't talk about um, mystic experiences, they don't talk about uh, you know, somebody vanishing, appearing, all such things, no. They give simple examples, day-to-day examples uh, in the philosophy. And they say if you understand it properly, it is enough. So it's not coded or mystified, the difficulty is in not able to see in a different perspective. Because we are so accustomed to seeing in one way, we somehow don't see in another way. That causes all the difficulty. Changing the perspective. We are accustomed to seeing things in one way. So that's why we talk about seeing things in different perspectives. That's a very important uh, thing. Seeing the same thing in different ways. If you can really develop this ability, you are in a situation, you are in a difficult situation. Imagine. And you are getting stressed. Now that is a problem already. Third week... I see that uh, some are already getting stressed. I thought that your badges are cool and then... But now it's caught up. It, it happens. It's a natural thing. In the third week of the course, people get a little bit uh, anxious. When you are anxious, if you can see your situation in different ways, different perspectives, then you can start wriggling yourself out. So the ability to see a particular situation from different angles, different perspectives, makes you free from that. Or at least creates some elbow space. So you create some thumb space, then make it elbow space, and then you can swim out of it. So this is uh, what we call, so to see things in different perspectives. So to see it life in different ways, to it, uh, see it ourselves in different ways, our nature in different ways, from different... That is what we call as philosophies, Dvaita, dualistic philosophy, Visishta Dvaita, qualified non-dualistic philosophy, 
Advaita, dualistic philosophy, all these are different perspectives. One is uh, higher than the other, like higher in the sense, like a bigger picture, broader perspectives. The philosophies are providing us different perspectives. When we start appreciating and then putting them into our life, we start becoming more and more, more free. We can wriggle out. We can see at ourselves and our situation in a new light. So, that is the difficulty. Yeah, I always uh, uh, tell this story, which I have not told this group, so I will tell that story to make it little light. <laughs> yes. So, it is about interpreting things. How you interpret? How you look at things? You can see a th situation or a thing in so many ways. That is what I am trying to say. For example, you are in a difficult situation, you can look at it, it could have been even worse. It's, it's only this much. Nothing really has happened. So you can start looking at in a particular situation in different ways. This depends on your ability to interpret. This also is connected to, we interpret always, we tend to interpret the way we know. So this is where we need to develop a little bit of abilities to look at situations in different ways. Suddenly you start feeling some breathing space. So there is a story which I always uh, like to tell. This is about a, uh, you know, in India we have a, a community called Sardarjis, Sikh community. They have these uh, turbans. You haven't seen? Yes. They uh, they are called Singh. They will have the name at the end, Singh, Sardarjis. So, we have a lot of jokes on them. Like every culture has a lot of jokes about them. Uh, we have jokes about them also. But in a good way, not in a... They are, uh, they are hardworking, good people. So, it's like this. Uh, once one person went uh, to a Sardarji's house, his friend. Then he saw the Sardarji standing like this. In front of the light, he was standing with open mouth. And he asked him, what, why are you standing like this? He said, my doctor told me your dinner must be light. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went to a movie with 18 friends. Then uh, someone asked, why did you bring 18 people? He said, the 18 and above only allowed. <laughs> so this is how we have some <laughs> jokes. So these Sardarjis, but they are very hardworking people. Of course, they drink a lot also. So they are very Irish in that. No, 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 this thing. Just joking. Take it light. So, so they, wherever, wherever they go, they work very hard and they gather their people. One person goes and everyone joins them. Slowly, he, they will pull in. So, it seems one uh, Sardarji went to a, a French village. Somehow, he ended up there, a small village in France. And he was working hard and slowly he pulled in one by one his friends, family members. So, after some time, there was a big gathering around him. So, there were like a lot of them gathered there and they were working hard. So, because they were working hard, they started getting more and more jobs. And uh, the locals were scared after some time that these guys are getting all the jobs and then um, after some time we will have no job. 
so we have to do something about it we have to plan and we have to somehow uh, send them out of this uh, village not so nice but that's how things are so they all uh, but they are not very like they didn't have any ideas what to do so they went to the local priest who is the only educated person there a catholic priest they went to him and they said that uh, we are really scared of these guys now uh, you have to do something plan something give us a plan so that we can kick them out they said why are you worried so much it's very simple you tell them that if they have to settle down here they have to incorporate themselves into the uh, into the local culture and uh, religion for which they need to know about our religion and about our uh, um, our theology a little bit so they have to participate with me in a debate if they can answer my questions then they can continue to stay if they cannot answer they have to leave just give them this offer so then they went and told yes you people have to participate in a debate with our priest and if you can answer you can continue we will have no objection otherwise you have to leave now they know that these people devised this plan to kick them out so they are really they were worried they don't know what to do they were all sitting and wailing almost then one old sardar ji he came he asked what happened he understood he said don't worry i will participate tell them that i will participate he said come on what are you talking you don't know anything except uh, idling your time so we know that you know nothing about religion or philosophy or theology or anything how can you participate he said don't worry but extract one small clause say that we are ready to participate in this debate but it should be a silent debate the debate must be in silence only through gestures because they didn't have any way they didn't have any better idea so they they agreed they went and they told that we are ready but with this small condition first they didn't understand they went again to their priest they ran to their priest and then they told this they are agreeing but with this condition he said just don't worry whether talking or with gestures or whatever it is i know how to kick them out he agree so they agreed a date was fixed so everyone gathered the whole village gathered both sides gathered two tables were laid the priest came and sat the old sardar ji he came and sat debate was to begin the old sardar ji told the priest you please begin the debate should be in silence remember so first uh, the the priest showed like this three fingers showed three fingers sardar ji showed one finger like this then the priest showed like this circling the finger around sardar ji stamped his foot on the ground priest opened his bag took out a bread broke the bread sardar ji opened his bag took out an apple gave a bite priest gave up he said i lose i give up and he quickly got up took his bag went away everyone be- ran behind him they didn't know what happened 
the other side also they didn't know what happened they were all happy now that the priest gave up and they can stay that's all but they don't know what happened they also went away they ran behind this old sardar ji now the people who ran behind the priest they ran and they said what happened we didn't understand anything said no this guy knows everything about theology religion and everything i'm sorry i let you down i cannot help they have to stay but then they said we didn't understand anything in fact whatever happened we didn't understand what is it what happened then the priest said you see i showed three indicating trinity and he showed one saying that though we talk of trinity jesus is the only son of god and we worship only jesus our alliance is to jesus then i showed uh, the finger rotating indicating heavens don't forget about heavens then he stamped his foot saying don't forget earth this is where we live then i took the the bread and broke it indicating i think you show the breaking of the bread is like uh, jesus sacrificed the body for our sake and then he took out his apple and said don't forget the original sin this he knows everything i'm sorry then the other side they were celebrating already they were planning to have a big celebration that evening but first they want to know what happened this is what happened we are so happy but we don't know he said it's very simple he showed three indicating i am giving you three days get out of this place <laughs> and i said uh, we not even one will go from here <laughs> then then he showed like this indicating our people are everywhere beware then i said we are strong people we won't move <laughs> then what happened then he opened his bag took out his breakfast i opened my bag took out my breakfast <laughs> <laughs> this is this is actually i when i tell repeatedly the story i even sometimes think why i am telling then i think <laughs> no there is this is our life we keep interpreting the way we like to interpret <laughs> we keep doing that if we can change the interpretation so much can happen for example you, you just think of it i keep telling you do your flow your 20 minute flow you did i think today some of you did it yes and you got the feedback the feedback your flow is bad ah if you can say that ah flow is bad sequencing is terrible oh instead of feeling bad you say ah oh you can interpret in any ways and finally conclusion you need to improve redo your flow wonderful fantastic i will redo my same flow <laughs> you can you can look at it in so many ways this is we are all learning in the beginning there can be it may be terrible sometimes it's good it is always we'll look back and we'll laugh at it every uh, awesome teacher was once a beginner with all the same things so there's nothing to really feel bad but we get overwhelmed by these things why because we are interpreting them in the same way we are accustomed to looking at things in the same way so we we need to step back that's why we say 
like we draw one line on the board one line and we say how to make it small without erasing it if i draw a line on the board and ask you to make it small without erasing how you do walk back yes step back we create some space make at least create some thumb space then make it little elbow space that's why we keep saying whenever we have problem i need my space we use that expression the same thing has to be done in terms of when we are facing situations we need to create some inner space not just the physical space that inside we need to create space with our own emotions with our own interpretations there is another way of reducing the size draw a bigger line next to it then also it becomes small that is where i say whenever you have a problem bring in much bigger problem into your life <laughs> then we won't even remember that we have a problem <laughs> is the best way not really <laughs> it means only bring something positive bring the strength bring the positive bring the opposite so we need to in fact see there is this famous text one day someone asked about bhagavad gita so there is a famous text bhagavad gita so whole bhagavad gita is about emotional hijack i cannot this is a big big text there is a lot of background to it but essentially it is a text connected to how to handle an emotional hijack situations we cannot handle it when we are already hijacked we need to train before so that when a situation arises we know how to handle it so krishna in the form of teaching to arjuna is teaching everyone saying that don't try to land swimming when you are going to get drowned learn it before so that you can enjoy swimming and don't get drowned both don't try to land swimming when you are about to get drowned similarly don't wait for some big situation to land something you can equip yourself in such a way that you can handle difficult situations by what whole bhagavad gita is about giving different perspectives about life about problems like krishna was trying the krishna is the teacher there to the student is arjuna he tries to give a lot of tools lot of tools to enrich your toolkit so that you can use them whenever you need there are so many tools given there we call them as different perspectives or different yogas they call them as karma yoga bhakti yoga raja yoga gnana yoga the concept of reincarnation concept of gunas concept the importance of attitudes so many things are being given there so that once you know them you can use them whenever you need like any expert technician knows how to use the tools they won't use all the tools all the time they will use when they are needed so that is how uh, if we can look at our difficult situation in a in a different way you make it funny you make it like i think to laugh not to be serious something which looks serious can be made very silly also if you just change your uh, view point isn't it? you don't agree yes i have three questions three questions oh <laughs>
<laughs> and generally your questions are difficult. <laughs> So the first one was to this thing. So you talked about last week also that we shouldn't uh, preach like when a person has the problem once the once you're there. Um, so so it kind of connects to this, right? That you should practice the things before you reach the problem. So what if that's too late in the sense that you're in the situation where you how how would you kind of go about that? Like we have to land then, there. Are you then doomed? Yeah, not then we have to start the example literally we cannot take when when we are in the situation no let us make a beginning now there it is a physical thing we will get drowned and we will get doomed but here it is nothing like that we will go through some sort of a, a, a psychological sort of a low point but then let us make a beginning at that time so that next time we can handle it individuals ask a lot of questions it's not uh, only about self acceptance or self confidence it's about the various things about fears about anxieties about worries about um, handling uh, difficult people in the family guilt um, guilt for not exactly sometimes feeling guilty for being happy people are people feel guilty because they are happy because others are not happy in the family how can i be happy when somebody in my family is not happy i'm feeling guilty for that so there are uh, there are various uh, uh, every human being is unique the questions though they some of them they repeat a bit but they will have a small shade of difference in the uh, in the nuances of the question that we take with us from our state here as people this is similar to what you asked yes, also yes the other day like uh, about uh, what is the message or something yes definitely i i have a very clear uh, message and i hope i pray i wish always for that that people go strong from here not just physically physically anyway you are doing so many chaturangas and all you are doing strong teachers will keep you uh, more fit in that sense uh, but uh, more in terms of psychological strength um, because in yoga not only just yoga philosophy but entire indian philosophy when properly understood says that all the strength is within us is the source of strength is the self source of joy is the self we are denying it असन्ने वसभवती असद्ब्रह्मेति वेदचेत अस्ति ब्रह्मेति चेत वेदा तैत्री उपनिषद देयर इज अ उपनिषद उपनिषद सर आवर सोर्स बुक्स फॉर नॉलेज ही सेज द मोमेंट यू से इट इज नॉट देयर इट इज नॉट देयर 
If you say that truth is not there, then truth is not there for you. Because you are denying your own existence. Denying your own source. For example, I have all the energy as my source and I say I don't have enough energy. Then I will not have enough energy. This is the main thing. So we not just believe, but it starts with like a belief, but it is not just a belief, it is a verifiable belief. The more you contemplate about it, the more you will see. The source of joy, strength uh, and everything is within. Only thing is we have to invoke it. Some One saint, he, Swami Vivekananda, he says the goal of human life is to, uh, is to uh, invoke the divinity from within. Invoking the divinity from within. It's there already. All this divinity means there it is about our strength, joy, all that is really helpful is already there. So what I like want people when they go from here is to remember that uh, joy is the nature of the self. Sometimes we will feel bad, nothing bad, bad about feeling bad, that's what I was telling there is nothing feel about nothing bad about feeling bad or sad but if we say that i must feel bad i must feel sad i have no other choice then we got into a thing I recognize yes there is a reason for this i will wait or uh, i will do something about it but joy is my true nature strength is there already within me i have to invoke it i have to allow it to manifest if I deny, then I will not have it. At times it may look overwhelming, but yes, it is like exactly like going down the roller coaster. So let us scream with joy, not scream with fear. Both are screaming. One can scream also with uh, saying, okay, it is a suffering, it is a suffering. Or one can say, it's like, like while going through difficulty, Still, if we can fake a smile, that smile opens the door for the energy. You just think of it. People don't understand. Many people say that, no, it is not authentic. If you are feeling sad, you must be really sad. If you try to smile, it is a fake smile. I ask them only one thing. If they are having some difficulty, okay, close your door. You are, having, you are sad, really. You are really sad for whatever reasons. And you are already sad for some time. Then you close your door. Close your room. Sit and start smiling. Okay, not faking to anybody else. You start smiling. Keep the alarm 10 minutes. 10 minutes you try to smile. Or laugh. Or combination of smile, laugh. Jump up and down. Roll on the floor like a child. <laughs> do anything. 10 minutes you should do it non-stop. Then you just see after that how sad you are. 50% of your sadness will go away or sometimes whole everything may vanish. You may suddenly feel light because you are opening the doors for the resource. By force, of course, by force. You are doing something positive. Instead of saying, no, I really love to be sad. People, there are people, it becomes a habit after some time. 
I know a few people who are like quite, they are quite cozy with being sad. They like, they put some sad music. And then they start crying. Nothing wrong about crying, please try to understand, but they get accustomed to it. I used to have this pattern number of years before when I was a child, not child really, I was in the school at the time. Every afternoon I used to come home from the school, I used to have my lunch. For some mysterious reasons I will feel sad. And I like to be sad. Every day new story. One day I will imagine that I became old, nobody is taking care of me and then I got a big disease and then uh, everyone uh, left me and went away. All, every day new story and one, one and a half hours. I used to even sometimes miss my class because I am so sad and like to be sad. It went on for a few days, then one day suddenly it occurred to me, what nonsense is going on? This is just, just it's bullshit. <laughs> Chop it off. I still remember the day, just, this is absolute nonsense. This has to be stopped right away. It never repeated. And when I see some of my friends having this pattern, I feel sad because they are not trying to break it. They say, yeah, we know, but we... Come on. But you know means you do it, do it. That's it. Don't discuss further. You know it, you have to do it. Once, twice, thrice, it may be difficult. I agree. But we don't give up. Like a child doesn't give up. When a child is walking falls many times. Some children, they will walk straight. Some children fall off many times. Some child may walk straight away. Somebody the other day was telling that the child walked at Naya when uh, the child was nine months. Some children, they take almost like one and a half years. But they don't give up. They fall many times, they bruise themselves, but they don't give up. Like we were trying the slack lining with Jandre. I, I couldn't do it. Many times I tried maximum five steps. Still enjoying the process. So we, we should not give up. So my only uh, feeling is to remember this. Remember this, understand this. Understanding is important because if you don't understand, then you are not convinced. If you are not convinced, then there is no... If the conviction is not there, then you won't... Uh, so you, it's like you need to understand properly. So that's why I keep telling people, if you are not clear, ask. But don't keep it as a, ah, he's telling, but I don't really believe in it. No, then it's of no use. Yes. Um, completely different topic, and I'm not even sure if that's a question that you can answer. Uh, but it's, so I feel when talking, well, first of all to myself, but then also to a lot of friends that are either single or in a relationship where they are not, I actually feel a lot of people are in relationships where they're not 100% convinced, um, or even like instead of like, being like, uh, just before a relationship or in, in that process. And, and like the process of choosing the perfect partner. Obviously that doesn't really exist, but um, to some extent the argument seems to be you can never find the perfect partner, so you gotta make compromises on things you can comp make compromises on and you have to like stay with things that you that you 
can't make compromises on. So it's like a an approach to a conscious approach to choosing a partner, if that makes sense. And I feel that a lot of people are, including myself, but unsure what that actually means in a way. So um, I, for example, have a friend who's like in a relationship, and he's like, oh, I'm not sure if she's if she's the one. She's like, oh, like we're having a great time, but then I'm like still worried and. I'm feeling like you either make the decision to go all in or you or you say it's not the one and it always gets then into acceptance in a way uh, of saying well if I'm completely happy with myself and I accept all the shortcomings of my partner then whatever relationship can work but then it's at the end of, like if you take that to an extreme then that would basically mean you can then start being in a relationship with anybody, if you expect, uh, if you accept uh, everything without uh, in a different per in, a, in another person, so I don't know if that's that's probably confusing a lot, but um, I think the question is, if, yeah, how how to choose or how yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the question is. Yeah, I'm waiting for the final summary of the question. <laughs> I think I think the question is probably how to choose a partner, or how the, like if there's any relationship advice from from you. <laughs> no, but you started by saying that I will not be able to answer anyway, so it's easy for me. Uh, yeah, it is a question connecting to the choosing relationships. First thing is we have to understand that we grow in relationships. Relationships are a part of part of life. What is life? Life is living and relating. There is no completely no relationship at all. We we have to relate. We have to relate to other human beings, other animals, the nature. Relating to is a part of life. Like we say one uh, simple story, like one uh, one monk was in uh, in a cave. Twenty years he was in the cave. So he used to somehow live, survive there in the cave, practicing his things. And then one day he came to the nearby village. Uh, for some reason he came to the nearby village and there was a festival in the village. Indian villages, very crowded, noisy. So there was a festival going on and he is not accustomed to the crowds and he came, then uh, somebody pushed him, somebody pulled him, somebody stamped on his toes and he screamed. Do you know who I am? I am a monk staying in the caves. Then suddenly he realized, suddenly he understood that what the caves didn't teach me in 20 years, these people taught me in 20 minutes. In relationships only we grow. When we don't relate, everything looks wonderful. Like when I was a I was a monk for eight years and I thought I never had any anger. Only after I got married, I understood I had anger. <laughs> no, it's a fact. My wife is here. <laughs> so only after I got married, I realized that I had anger. I had to deal with it. Now I have to understand about anger and their work. Otherwise, in the monasteries, you have hardly any chance to be angry. So we need to have relationships. Some people, they have difficulties in relationships, so they want to avoid relationships altogether. It is out of fear. Out of a fear of difficulties, they want to completely avoid. 
not out of understanding that i don't need a relationship i am happy by myself i have reached the stage where i don't need no they want to have like open relationships they want to have uh, uh, but they don't want to be committed to a relationship because they are little scared because of their previous memories and experiences so relating to is a part of life which we have to agree and the growth happens in relationships it's also has to be we have to agree because the 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 partner mirrors us helps to bring many things within us which we don't know about ourselves because you need a, a stimuli to know these things so that's why it is a part of our uh, we call it a spiritual growth so the the whole thing called this uh, being a monk and all it's very artificial only a few people were considered as who are eligible to be completely monk but even then they are relating to other monks and all so it has to be understood so otherwise uh, relating to the to the partners and uh, thing is a part of the life in indian system we call it as uh, ashramas ashrama means we have like four ashramas we call it uh, brahmacharya that is the ashrama of studentship when one is a student learning studying and all then the second one is householder grihastha third one is called vanaprastha one who retires and the fourth uh, fourth one is called sanyasa one who is giving full time to um, understanding the truth contemplation and all so part of this process is that the householder are a relating to the partner as you are mentioning is a part of the system now how to choose the right partner it if one is very clear then there are no problems but if always is one is demanding the relationship will mirror that you cannot always be demanding you also have to be giving so it is where so because i want according to my specifications everything this person should look like this should do like this should think like this should have these interests they also will have the same big list so by chance if they match then there is no problem otherwise there is bound to be some rubbing of the sharp corners so it's a part of uh, growth so if we only look up to the partner as somebody who is giving uh, who has to give like i am i am like a, a beggar saying that you please give this to me so that i will be happy you be like this then i will be happy you do like this i will be happy you do anything else i will become angry or i will be upset or i will be unhappy or i will be sad so it's like i am always seeking whereas uh, if you are happy this is where even the philosophy what we are talking makes a big sense that you are already happy with happiness you relate not for the sake of getting something i am happy and i relate somebody says if you are happy why you relate why not what is wrong it makes it even more beautiful but i am not happy and i am expecting that the relationship will give me some happiness then it is a problem i am already happy and so i go with happiness or with joy or with confidence into the relationship so i am helping i am not a seeker all the time i am not asking all the time i am not demanding all the time i am not like lacking all the time then it helps the other person also 
most of the relationships this is a very problem like i keep demanding they also keep demanding then there is like a two people trying to suck each other down so this is why in trying to find the uh, right partner first the more we understand about ourselves the more it is easy before relationship itself people say i don't want to change this is how i am whether you take it or leave it that means we already got stagnant like this is how i am i don't want to change means what i got stagnant not moving not changing with not dynamic not changing with the situations and not learning from the experiences so that's why choosing a partner should be uh, more with the uh, with first a sense of uh, confidence joy and peace the inner disposition must be that and uh, should recognize whenever i am seeking or demanding something i love you so you sit down so this is uh, this is want to create some difficulties i love you so you i want to control you so in any relationship there cannot be such a control so um, i was uh, telling that uh, the if you call it if you call the love as the username there is a password for it you get it what i'm saying love as a username there is a password called turf t u r f T stands for trust. U for understanding. R for respect. F for forgiveness. So, if the love has to, the username has to open. You have to use this trust, understanding, respect, and forgiveness. You think more about them than you will appreciate. You need to trust. You need to understand. Have some respect, and forgiveness. So mistakes are possible in relationships. a partner can do some mistakes should be able to if is repeatedly doing then it is a different thing deliberately doing is a different thing mistake means it's not deliberately done happened deliberately doing is called crime mistake is by mistake we call it so one should be able to forgive it's all right i understand sometimes mistakes can happen error is human that is so it's important but even if you're there right if you can like happy with yourself and you go into relationship out of happiness not to become happy you still can like have to choose person based on um, choose the person means again it's a see the things do happen like you know when meet a person first thing is uh, like we say uh, when you see a person first when you see when i see uh, a person what i see i see the form i see the physical form color structure and then go closer then talk so listening different senses they start interacting so we say that whenever we see a person we are seeing the the eyes are gathering colors and forms and structure ears are gathering the sounds then 
nose is working very well nose brain whether we recognize or not smell plays a big role in this so different senses they start matching within so we have all the information within what we call in the paleolithic brain deeper unconscious patterns already there is information that is how it starts a relationship starts say so some people you see the straight away it's rejected straight no discussions there you ask why for example you you don't like at all someone i'll say why you say i don't know but i don't like but why don't know we ask like which color you like which color you like blue why which taste you like sweet salty sour which taste you like savory savory why <laughs> no answer because this is all comes from our but that is where learning that is what we call as discernment we were talking the other day also viveka which is given most importance the first qualification given to a yoga student also is viveka or discernment understanding what is good for me what is that i like if they match then fine if they don't match we have to go for what is good for me but that's not so easy that's not so easy people have to sometimes we may have to suffer a few times to learn we, ideally speaking we don't need to suffer to learn because we can look at others suffering and learn that is ideally intelligent thing the second thing is i suffer and then i learn third thing is i repeatedly suffer still i don't learn and patanjali says clearly it is our responsibility to avoid suffering future suffering one of the sutras of patanjali is that you must do all that is needed to avoid future suffering when i know that if i do this now and is going to bring me suffering may not be tomorrow but after 10 years i should not do it so for which i need to develop this what is good so discernment between good and familiarity what i am familiar what i like if it is same as good no problem wonderful i am lucky but they don't match then i have to say i like this but this is not good for me then i have to slowly tend towards what is good i start i should start liking what is good that is where we tend to go for the familiarity that is where we call as the discernment this will work or not so first instance it is the external things which match 
then as we come closer and we start relating the mental layers will start coming in contact that is when the differences are pronounced we start seeing oh i like this but this person doesn't like this and i have this view about life this person has a different view i have these values and she doesn't have these values or i don't have these values she has these values so different things start coming up different layers of the mind start interacting concepts ideas desires intentions values beliefs attitudes so they start coming into picture so we we have to make a beginning is we cannot really calculate everything before this life is uh, that's why it becomes a very dynamic uh, adventurous journey so it can't be a very fixed uh, framework people who are adventurous they enjoy more I don't like the answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what answer you like? You tell me. <laughs> I want to know which answer you like. Yeah, probably. Which one? No. Sometimes you don't like what's good for you. Not exactly. <laughs> no, but what answer? Like he he's having some expectations about a particular answer. I want. I'm interested to know that. Yeah, I think I think what I'm kind of like scared about, or what I hear repeatedly from people saying, is that. um kind of like wasting your time with somebody who is not like not your significant other that makes sense if you already know that this person is not going to match in the long run then yes then it is know. just your uh, but you don't know me you don't know right but then how can they say that statement that uh, this person is not the significant one why are you wasting your time no after what mostly afterwards means it's you learned so this relationship has helped you to learn about what you are looking for it was said that about me and my wife i'm married then may maybe um i think that a lot of like western relationships also uh fixated on expectation of the other half ability to let go no but there it is expectations the problem there is your people don't know their expectations see this is where there is an answer to it but are you aware are you means any person are they aware of their expectations 
most of the time they don't they are not aware of their expectations and they are as they relating they start comparing with the expectations which are hidden under the carpet which are hidden under the conscious plane that is the the problem so one should spend some time in asking questions like what are my expectations one and if there are expectations then the question can also should also be asked that okay the what about others expectations about me like i am expecting so many things 